Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of K-Axis Wrestling Podcast. Today, I will be discussing SmackDown Live, the June 27th, 2018 edition. So, let's get right into it, folks. Alright, so the opening of the show began with Miz TV. His guests were the Bludgeon Brothers. Okay, so right off the top, the Miz starts kissing up to them, you know, because he's supposedly so afraid of them. So um, then Daniel Bryan interrupts, you know, later on during that whole ordeal. And he challenges either one of the three of them. And that's between Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, and the Miz. And Luke Harper steps up to the plate. Then we had a backstage segment which consisted of the New Day um, clowning around up to their usual shenanigans. And then uh, they had some guy backstage with them like blending pancakes and milk in a blender. And I think Xavier starts chugging the stuff which is, I don't know, this whole New New Day thing is just getting really, really silly. I mean, it makes you wonder like how long are they going to carry on with this and what are they going to do with the New Day? Um, they've really had a really long run. They've been really successful. They've gotten over really well. Uh, their momentum is starting to die down. They're not selling as much merchandise, according to reports. And it's like, where do they go from here? Like I said, uh, I believe I said this previously. I want to see Big E do more of a solo kind of thing, you know, in the company. Because I just, I feel like he should be that standout guy. You know, um, not to tap into this subject too much, but as far as like WWE putting the belt on a black wrestler, which they still have not done, and The Rock does not count, which they still have not done, I think Big E would be the perfect candidate for that position to be the first black WWE champion. But we still have yet to see that, and it kind of seems like at this point in time, they'd rather stretch this new, new date thing out as far as possible. Um, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I'm not really, I'm not the most satisfied with WWE right now, which is why I'd really rather prefer to watch other wrestling promotions, which I do sometimes. Um, I don't know. It's just that I invested in many wrestlers that's on the current WWE roster and they, they have great talent. You know, it's not the talent that's kind of steering me away. It's the company. It's what they're doing with these wrestlers and what they're not doing with these wrestlers. And, you know, it's just getting on my nerves. And it's it's really hard to watch. So, you know, with this episode, I'm going to breeze through it. So let's keep it moving. All right, so match number one was Xavier Woods versus Rusev. Oh, big mystery who's going to win that one, right? Because, the, you know, Rusev is getting a big push right now. So, of course, he's not going to lose. Uh, he won the match with a sidekick. And... Then he cuts a pretty lame promo on AJ Styles. And, you know, truth be told, you know, as great as people want to say that Rusev is, he is not a microphone guy. He's not good on the microphone at all. And his in-ring is honestly kind of boring. I honestly feel like he could he could do more for somebody who's supposed to be so incredible. But he managed to get over because of Aiden English, which a lot of people will not admit. Um, a lot of people will swear up and down that Rusev got over organically. And it's like, whatever, that's not true. You know, Aiden English, his whole singing gimmick got Rusev over. Plain and simple. Cut and dry, that is it. Backstage segment after that match, we had Jeff Hardy cutting another weird promo, and he was upside down. 
while cutting that promo, or it was shot upside down, or, you know, it was edited for him to be upside down. And the commentators, um, shortly after that, the commentators had announced that Nakamura was injured, which just so happens the reason why he didn't appear is because he was bit by a dog because I guess like police and agents were doing like a sweep on the building or something like that and they had dogs come through and they bit Nakamura. So, strangely enough, that's the case. So, match number two, Jeff Hardy versus Eric Young for the U.S. title with for the open challenge match, may I add. And, you know, that match was okay. It was, it was pretty good chemistry, even though there was a serious botch in the middle of that match as well, where Jeff was attempting to do the twist of fate, and somebody screwed up big time. It might have been Eric Young on selling the move. I don't know. It's hard to say sometimes who really, you know, whose fault it was for a botch, but it happened. And in that match, um, I honestly forgot who won. Um, actually, actually, hold up. Because this thing, you know, because then we went to a backstage segment at a certain point, and it was uh, basically Naomi and Lana still arguing about who won that dance-off that they did weeks ago, and it was really pointless. So, to move back to that, um, yeah, Eric Young had started off strong in that match. Matt Hardy, you know, he got a few, he had a few moments in there. He got some good moves off. Um, then the Usos pretty much emerged from the crowd to get revenge on Sanity, and they started brawling outside. And I believe um, at some point there was a disqualification. And um, you know, and and then from that point on, you you could just easily tell this is going to be a six-man tag match, you know, without question, because that's how they set them up all the time. You know, somebody comes out to interfere as a DQ, and then all of a sudden you got a tag team match of some sort. So, pretty much this is match 2.1, which consisted of the Usos and Jeff Hardy versus Sanity. Six-man tag. Alright, so both teams, they had, a, you know, both teams had a good chance to shine in that match. Um, the match got really messy towards the end, and the Usos had tagged out to Jeff Hardy, who had finished the match with a swanton bomb on Alexander Wolf for the three count. And that's the end of that one. Then we had a backstage segment where Becky Lynch was, like, messing with her goggles or, you know, the steampunk goggles or whatever. Pointless. Match number three. Becky Lynch versus Sonya Deville. Okay, so the match had a good start. There was a lot of moves, a lot of wrestling. Um, and then it turned into a brawl on the outside of the ring. Then it ended up back into the ring. Um, Sonya Deville, she was doing some good moves. She uh, stood out more than Becky Lynch, in my opinion, because Becky Lynch does not wrestle very much unless she's in a really high-stakes matchup or, like, a big pay-per-view type matchup in most cases. So, um, let me see. Yeah, we saw a good amount of slams and submissions in there, which I like to see in a match. Um, this was honestly the standout match, in my opinion. So don't take this to heart. Don't get offended. Um, Becky Lynch won the match with her disarmer after Sonya Deville had, um, she kind of fell between the ropes or something. Something weird happened there. And, um, she fell into Amanda, a.k.a. Mandy Rose, on the outside of the ring, and Becky Lynch had taken advantage of that. And that's how Becky Lynch won the match. Backstage, we had James Ellsworth wearing the Oscar mask, 
and he ran into Ty Dillinger backstage. Why was he back there? We don't know. Um, Ty Dillinger had, um, he said that uh, James Ellsworth is a one on a ranking scale, of course. And that was, that was pretty much the end of that segment. And then we had another backstage segment, which consisted of Zelina Vega, a.k.a. Rosita from TNA. She had cut a promo for CN, and that was the end of that. Then we had an in-ring segment, which consisted of James Ellsworth cutting a promo, and he had called out Asuka. And then Paige came out instead, because they said that they claimed that Asuka wasn't there, which she probably was backstage somewhere. Um, Paige came out, uh, Ellsworth, you know, he, he had tried to like flirt with her or something like that. Then she announced that Carmella and Asuka, um, you know, that that match would be repeating at the pay-per-view extreme rules, which is dual branded because that's how WWE is going to do from here on out. So, um, with that said, um, she also announced that Oscar versus James Ellsworth will be taking place next week, which I think is honestly kind of silly. I'm, I really don't like this idea of James Ellsworth being back because he's really just like a clown type character who's not even that funny, you know. But anyway, that's what we're working with. You know, WWE is just a big freak show anyway, and it's whatever. Backstage, we had Bludgeon Brothers just staring at the camera. <laughs> then we switch off to. Daniel Bryan practicing boxing technique with Anderson and Gallows, which is just really, really weird and unexplained. There's no story to it whatsoever. It's just random crap. Match number four. And I believe this was, yeah, this, is, this was actually the main event. It was Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper. Okay, so Luke Harper, you know, he dominated. He looked really strong early on in the match. Daniel Bryan had made a short comeback. Then Harper had, um gain control again you know at some point after that um daniel bryan had made another comeback near the middle of the match or maybe slightly towards the end of the match and then daniel bryan had locked in the yes lock and all of a sudden eric Ro rowan comes out and starts beating the crap out of daniel bryan and then they double team him and all of a sudden out of nowhere kane's theme hits and then he makes his way to the ring and Harper and Rowan, they don't back down from Kane. Brian, um, Bri Daniel Bryan and Kane started working together to get Harper and Rowan out of the ring. They started brawling and all that good stuff. And then there was um, a weird stare down between, between Daniel Bryan and Kane, you know, and then they hugged. And that was the end of the show. That's what we got out of SmackDown, the show that's supposedly the A show, according to a large portion of the IWC, which I strongly agree, disagree with. I strongly disagree with that. I don't feel that SmackDown is the A show at all because the vast majority of the show was segments. Backstage, 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 backstage in-ring backstage that's what we had that's what smackdown was we had four matches you know out of a two-hour show i mean i understand you know they, they got to try with some stories and things like that but these weren't even stories these were, these were just random backstage segments just to eat up time you know and it was just really really foolish 
you know, I really felt like they could have done more with the show. I mean, if they want to do stories, they need to put more work into the stories. They need to get more creative with it. They need to stop playing around because that's what they're doing. You know, and, and it's like no wonder their viewership is going down the drain because on this episode of SmackDown, you know, according to the stats, this one drew 2.1 million. You know, that's getting that's pushing it pretty close to the 1 million point. And I wouldn't be surprised if they got there pretty soon because they're not delivering. You know, they don't have anybody who can draw on that show. Like nobody's a draw besides like maybe AJ Styles. And that's about it. That's about all you have as far as like a big draw goes. Rusev is not a draw. Sorry, folks. It's probably going to hurt your feelings. You're probably going to get really, really mad. But Rusev ain't a draw. He can't draw. He, he can sell shirts, but he can't draw. You know what I'm saying? As far as like viewership goes, he can draw money. Of course, the Rusev thing has gotten over. Yes, I'm not denying that. I'm saying that Rusev is not a draw as far as like viewership and ratings. He's not drawing viewers, plain and simple. But anyway, with that being said, this is the end of this episode. Um, I'm going to I'm going to rate the show first this time on like the raw edition. Um one of five, one being the worst, five being the best. I give it a two for the effort. All right. So one out of ten, one being the worst, ten being the best. I'd give it a three because it wasn't that good of a show at all. Um, the standout matches, in my opinion, were, I guess, like the women's matches because that's about only, you know, that's the only thing I really remember anything from. You know, that really stood out. I mean, a Daniel Bryan and Luke Harper match wasn't awful. You know, it was decent. But everything other than, other than that was like, what? What is this? What am I watching? Why am I watching? You know, that's why I think in the future, I might start to steer a bit away from WWE because I don't know. I'm, I don't like what they're doing. You know, I mean, they got all this talent and... The rosters are just over flooded with talent and they don't know how to push these guys and girls. It's I, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm not really liking it very much. I really wish they would do better. I wish they would step it up. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, if you support the show, if you like what I'm doing, support it any way that you wish. And there's many ways that you can do that. You can do that through social media. You can do it by donating. Um, I'm everywhere online. Uh, my main two platforms are Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at KAXS Wrestling, and that's all in one. Instagram is KAXS Wrestling Podcast. Um, on Facebook, it's KAXS Wrestling Podcast. On YouTube, it's KAXS Wrestling Network. Pinterest is KAXS Wrestling Podcast. Um, iTunes, it's KAXS Wrestling Podcast. And Anchor FM, it's anchor.fm slash kaxiswp. So support the show. Um, there's also a subscribe option. You can go to the Facebook page and do that directly. Um, go to KAXIS Wrestling Podcast on the main page and go to the left side of the screen at the bottom of the, uh, at the bottom of the bar on the left side. You'll see subscribe. Click that. It'll take you right there. You just put in your email and subscribe, and that's the end of the story. It takes you less than a minute. So, also, the donate option is available on the website at kaxiswrestlingnetwork.com. 
You can go there and you can scroll down on the first page and you will see the GoFundMe option and you will also see the PayPal option. So that's what you can do. And also, there's the QR code option which is available through Instagram if you have more than one phone or if you access Instagram on a computer you can scroll through my photos and look at my promo um, content and just scroll through until you see the QR code and you scan it with your smartphone and it takes you right to the subscribe page and you can enter your email address and subscribe right there you can also go to my Twitter account in my photo collection and find that same QR code and scan it with your smartphone and it will take you directly to my subscribers page it's very simple folks anyway I'm wrapping up for this episode of K-Axis Wrestling Podcast I am your host K-Axis signing off I will see you guys in the next episode you have a good one, alright.